how does the Holy Spirit help us to change? That's what we're looking at this morning. How change comes. How change comes. What's the part of change for the blessed man? How does the blessed man change? The blessed man is not a stagnant person who has, you know, uh, um, things that are not working, bad habits, and different things, and they cannot change. The Bible says some have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. So godliness without the ability to engage the power of God for change is religion. Not just a form of godliness, but we should embrace the power. We should not deny the power. And the power to change is available to the blessed man. Are you still here today? I said, are you still here today? Let's read from John's gospel, chapter 15. I'll read from verse 1 to 5. John 15, I'll read from verse 1. I'm the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, it takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, it prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Verse 4. Abide in me and hide in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of its own unless it abides in the vine, neither you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branch branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If I just jump to verse 7, it says if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. The Lord bless the reading of his word. I love to start out this morning by saying that uh, whatever you are in the journey of destiny right away, if you feel some pain currently, not every pain is bad. Because sometimes God allows us to feel certain things, to go through certain things, some extraneous situations, some situations that just feel like, oh, this is tough. Because he wants to prune us. He wants to prune us. Because it says, Every branch that is bearing fruit, what does it do? It prunes them that they may bear more fruit. And when you talk about pruning, it's not a very easy process. You have to cut something. And when you prune a tree, sometimes you, know, you see the sap just coming out. And the sap that you see on the tree, for humans, is like blood. And when God starts to prune us, sometimes emotional blood will start to flow. Because God wants to cut your excesses somewhere. He wants to cut somebody out of your life. He wants to cut, you know, this, cut that. And emotional blood will flow. It's never easy to prune. But you need to ask yourself, because sometimes when some people ask God, God, why, you, why, why this? Why that? You may not be able to hear, but what God may be saying some of the time is that I'm just pruning you because I want you to bear more fruit or better fruit, bigger fruit. More enduring fruit. That's a process. The one that's bearing fruit said, I prune so that he may bear more fruit. And you agree with me also that we can't talk about fruit without talking about seeds. Fruits don't just appear in isolation, they are a result of seeds. And when we talk about change, 
We're talking about the kind of fruit you are bearing. So you cannot force a seed to produce a fruit that, you know, that is different from its, its DNA. When you see the fruit, you know the seed. Am I saying the truth? When you see the fruit, it may not look like the seed, but it carries the DNA of the seed. Are you still with me? I said, are you still with me? Yeah. And when we talk about change, we're talking about bearing fruits of righteousness, bearing fruits after the order of God, bearing the God kind of fruits, such that when anybody sees you, they know that the seed is God. The seed is the way this world has been fashioned the tree brings forth according to the seed from where it emanates. I hope you understand what I'm saying. And it brings forth periodically based on the DNA of the seed. Nothing more. The DNA of the seed. If I'm in God and Christ is in my heart, I need to bring forth fruit of righteousness. I need to bring forth fruit after the order of Christ. Anything short of that is just a wish. I'm just talking. And if there's parts of my life right now, we're talking about how change comes. If there are parts of my life right now that I don't like the kind of fruit I'm bearing there, I need to check where the seeds are coming from. Ultimately, those seeds are coming from somewhere that are bringing forth those fruits in my life, in those kind of undesirable fruits right now. And I want you to hear me and hear me well today. What we're saying is that if only you will pay attention to the seeds that are coming or that are getting in there, bringing those fruits, there can be a change of the kind of fruit that you bear. Are you still here? So are you still here? So like I said, if you don't like the fruit, change the seed. And what kind of fruit are you producing? Is it fruit of the spirit or fruit of the flesh? Is it fruit of the spirit or fruit of the flesh? The book of Galatians, the Bible talks about the fruits of the spirit. Love, joy, patience, long-suffering, temperance, self-control. So these are the fruits of the spirit. And it talks about the fruit of the flesh. It talks about all the works of the flesh. And one very important thing about seeds is that they don't take permission from you to grow if you drop them. And some of us, we just need to get it. That I am the gatekeeper of my destiny. And whatever I allow to be planted here is what will bring forth and that's what I see. I'm the gatekeeper. So there are things growing in our lives that we're not even aware. And so, something dropped them. Some, somebody dropped them, you know. Yeah. You watch TV. CNN drops it quite, quite often, all right? They just roll the thing, roll it. The certain things they say like 10 times a day. Yeah. And if you don't like some of those things, then the moment you see that they want to show it again, just walk away. Yeah. This will not become a seed in my heart. Uh, uh, 
you read newspapers, uh, your colleague in the office, they're talking, you know, your friends, uh, cousins, they, they're talking, they, everybody's dropping seeds here and there. Just one statement. Some, some people are here this morning, uh, the seeds that have become, you know, really big in your heart were sown many years ago. They have now taken root. Maybe seeds sown by parents, seeds sown by, by you know, authority figures, seeds sown in previous relationships, you know. Some people, the seeds that are growing in their heart about relationship right now was sown by the first person they ever dated. And I'm talking about maybe 15 years ago. For some people, it's over 35 years ago. And this, 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 this seed has become a tree. The fruit is coming, you know, because when you hear some people say certain things, it's a fruit from a tree. Because some people, I mean, when you hear somebody say something like, men cannot be trusted, and arguing about it, and very vehemently convinced, and this person that's talking is married. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's a tree that's bearing fruit, and the fruit, they have chewed the thing, that's it now. When they throw it again, you throw it to the heart of your children. You throw it to the heart of people around you. So, because you've had some, one or two not very good experience with a man, does not mean all men cannot be trusted. It's like saying all women cannot be trusted. I mean, and we have such general seeds that people sow wholesale and retail from time to time. Yeah, they just, they just you know, combine harvest or whatever. They use mechanized farming. That's what we use. Actually, in certain parts of the world, there are prevailing mindsets. And what has happened is that people have been sowing those seeds from generation to generation. And they have very terrible effect. Because what we call culture, for instance, a big part of culture and tradition are seeds that have been sown from generation to generation. And nobody has been able to step on it to say, no, this seed will not get to the next generation. So Proverbs chapter 4, when you read from verse 20, it says, my son, attend to my word. Attend, attend. As in, be present. Attend. Attend to my word. Incline your hairs to my saying. Let them not depart from the midst of your heart. Keep them, I mean, keep them in the midst of, let them not depart from your heart. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Verse 22 says, for their life to those who find them, and health, King James says, medicine also to all their flesh. Verse 23, look at that. It says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Keep your heart. One translation says, guard your heart with all diligence. Because whatever enters there is the fruit that we see. Fruits don't just grow, it's not magic. You don't like the fruit, change the seed. And when you look at this Proverbs 20, for instance, it tells you about the gates to your heart. It says, my, 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 my son. Verse 20. It says, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear. That's the first one, here. Yeah, to my saying. That's the first gate. Incline your ear to my saying. That's the first gate. That's the first gate. Verse, verse 21. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Second gate. Eye gate. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Because anything that escapes here and here, it will enter. Can, can you see that progression? Yeah. 
Incline your ears to my saying. Keep them in the midst of your eyes. I mean, let them not depart from your eyes. And then keep them in the midst of your heart. Because if he enters here or enters through here, he's going straight to your heart. And God is saying, if it's my word, then that's the seed of righteousness. That's the seed of greatness. That's the seed. That's the seed. In Matthew chapter 13, the parable of sower, Jesus said, and the seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. The most potent seed in the universe today is the word of God. The seed that brought every other seed is the word of God. Genesis chapter 1. And God said, and God said, and God said, let there be light, there was light. And God said, the, the primary seed is the word. Now, in rounding off, there are two responsibilities that we have. One, according to Matthew chapter 13, to experience a change, your job is in two parts. One, plant the seed of the word. And secondly, create the right environment for the word to grow. Plant the seed of the word. Create the right environment for the word to grow. Those are the two responsibilities, uh, uh, two things that we need to experience for change to come. Plant the word of God the seed of the word, and create the right environment. When you read Matthew 13, you see the parable of the sower. And Jesus talked about different kind of, you know, ground. The one that is turning, the one that is rocky, the one that is wayside. And he talked about the one that is good ground, and how everything brought forth. Now, we have the word. If you attend a church like this, if, you, if, you're, if you're a regular at the Elevation Church, or you're a member of this church, you're a worker in this church, you, there's no farming of the word of God here. But what about the, the, the ground? So you put in the word there. If, if you are not used to maybe studying, reading daily devotional, or listening to the word of God on CD, or, or you know, get MP3 player, or whatever. If you, if you are not used to doing that, start to do that. Why will you, you know, have a pile of music CDs? And music is not bad if you listen to music. But one, you need to ask yourself, what kind of seed are this music sowing to my heart? See, I don't care whether you call it gospel or secular. Music is music. The truth is, they're sowing something into your heart. Just check it based on that. Don't base it on uh, whether it's secular or gospel music or whatever. What kind of seed is it sowing into my heart? There's certain music that will sow the seed of lust into your heart. If you want to be lustful, buy them plenty. You understand? No, that's my advice for you. Just buy them. Become, you know, a customer. Chatter them. Just chatter them. Plenty. And you see the spirit of lust following you everywhere you go. Yeah, following it everywhere you go. That's what happens. So if you're a man, you may keep your eyes away from a woman that saw your wife. Yeah. If you're a woman, it's the same thing. Lost all over. Because you, your mind, see, Proverbs 4 says, my son, incline your hairs to my saying, let them not depart from the midst of your eyes. It's the same thing. When you hear something over and over again, the sowing seed is into your heart. Bible says you, you, verse 23 of Proverbs 4 there, guard your heart. Be the gatekeeper. The goalkeeper of the goalpost of your destiny. So you decide the kind of seed that will come in. Yeah. The kind of, the kind of seed that will come in. So we need to keep our heart. Weed that heart. Allow the word to be there. If you are here, get, I mean, the word, the word, the word. Load it up. Some of us have arrears. Because you have been living without the word for too long. Now you need to load up. And you need to do it well. And focus on it. But also do this. In preparing the ground. Change your thoughts. Romans 12. Uh, uh, 
verse 2 there it says be not conformed to this word but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and the major thing in our mind is our thought a transformed thought life 7 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 the weapons of our warfare they're not carnal but mighty through God in pulling down strongholds so every thought holding them to captivity any thought that is not of God thoughts are seeds are seeds seeds when the thought comes it's like you know everything billboard people somebody just walking on the road and it's not working properly can sow a thought into your heart how far you want to go with that thought is your it's your choice i just want to locate it at a bad bad seed throw it out yeah throw it out and put the right seed there if you don't know nothing to think about at all just begin to say i'm blessed i'm blessed i begin to think about how blessed you can you can be because you're in christ and the other thoughts, good thoughts will come from there. Change your words. Change your words. You can't be saying the wrong things and think that the right seeds will come into your heart. What I say is also sowing seed into my heart. This hair has no respect of where the thing is coming from. Whether it's from your mouth or from somebody else's mouth, all, all, all join and go inside. Yeah. The gate is open. Yeah. So, at least, if I cannot control what people are saying around me, I should control what I am saying. Both my external and internal conversation. Yeah. What do I say about myself? Because if everybody around you are saying, oh, you're a good person. So, see, see, your life is good and all that. And you, you're saying, see his head. See my head. See my life. You know. The internal conversation will ne- negate the external conversation. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Change your word. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your heart. You shall meditate in it day and night that you may, you know, Observe to do all that is written in it. The Bible says, then you will make your way prosperous and have good success. Yeah. Let the word be in your mouth. Then change what you see consistently. You know, I mentioned that before. All these things. Rolling. Rolling. Roll what you want to see. Yeah. Some of us, we need to condition our own personal environment. I mean, it's, it's bad enough that you may not be able to condition what goes on on the wall of your office and all that. But in my house, if I have a revelation, if a word of God is working in my life, I turn it to a picture frame. And I put it maybe in my bedroom or somewhere that I'll be seeing it all the time. It reminds me. If Psalm 23 is working for me <laughs> and it's bearing fruit in my life, then I put it on the wall. Yeah. That's what it means. Let them not depart from your eyes. See them all the time. And other good things. If you, if you. <laughs> You know, there are certain things I, I learned from my pastor back in the day. Uh, you, you, you need uh, five million naira for a project and you don't have it. Write a check of five million naira to yourself. Stick it on the wall and be looking at it. And it's to you. So your name is on that check. Don't bother whether it's your check leave or you told somebody else's check leave. The important thing is that there's a check that has been written to you and that's five million on it. And that five million will show up. Keep them in the midst of your eyes. It's what I want to see that I will position to see. But if lack is written everywhere you are, and you're trusting God for money, fear cripples your faith. Because everything around you is saying the negative. Are you still here? Change what you see consistently. Change what you hear. Those are gates, like I spoke about. Gates. Change what you hear consistently. Sometimes you're listening to radio, 
and everything they've been saying is negative put it off you are the owner of the radio is the radio in your car they didn't they didn't give you money to buy that car you bought the car don't say that i don't have a choice you know i'm driving i'm in traffic so i have to be listening last they change your association yeah sometimes that's the only way you can get rid of bad seed yeah so you look around you say this one hmm. what kind of seed is this person carrying or bringing into my life sometimes you can't take some people away but you can tell them when you are with me oh please shut your mouth it's okay i mean how do you say your cousin should not visit you again it's not possible just say your cousin in this house we're very positive yeah thank you and when you visit us we say we do positive things we say positive things yeah because if somebody comes to your house all the time the oldest nigeria is finished everybody is just country they're finished that's all they say anytime they come to your house you not tell them you see when you come to this house even though we're in nigeria but this is this is kingdom of god you know we're ambassadors of the kingdom so this is embassy you understand so you you don't you don't talk <laughs> you need to <laughs> you you find a way to just appeal to them you just say, when you come just work on yourself here because you know i can't send you away we are related by blood but this seed that you are carrying is all good and you can you, you, you may be surprised that somebody like that will also start to see things from your perspective and they will start to change yeah they'll start to change they'll start to change praise god 